Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. About this, oh, uh, <clears throat> ferment has been growing in the Tokai region of northeastern Hungary since at least the late 16th century, when a document dated uh, May 15th of 1571 described the grape growing uh, in this particular vineyard that I can't pronounce, but you can in Tokai. That's amazing. So, again, wine is centuries and centuries old. No, it is. It's talked about in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they had decent wine, though, in the Bible. Time. Mm, well, probably. I wonder what grapes they'd use. <laughs> Jesus says, would you like a Cabernet Sauvignon or a Zinfandel? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Probably red. <laughs> Probably red. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now... Here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil. I'm looking at Shelly. I can't look at myself because I need a mirror. Uh, Shelly, shaking your head. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's wine time. One of the great things about drinking wine, I mean, having a passion for wine, you know, uh, we're not experts by any stretch, but we certainly have a passion for wine. And one of the fun things about that is you could occasionally get a th- curveball thrown at you on Monday. So three days from today on Monday is International Ferment Day. Ferment. What is that? Rape, not a process. I mean, it's kind of interesting. It's actually a grape that I was not aware of until I looked at ferment. And so it is International Ferment Day on Monday, hashtag Ferment Day. And Shelly's taking pictures under the table, which is great because it didn't even say anything, didn't make a noise or anything. Hopefully I can edit that out. I can. Uh, So ferment is a Hungarian grape, and we should go ahead and... Uh, we've already toasted this particular, so we don't really have to toast it, but we can, we have it in our glass. This is Royal Tokai. Uh, it's a dry ferment. Well, honestly, on the label, it doesn't say ferment at all, but when you get on the back, it says 100% ferment. That's not every year they do that. This is a 2015. This thing runs about 20 bucks. Uh, we paid 19 for it at the culinary stone and after our discount got it down to about 16 bucks so that's not bad at all and advantages of belonging to a wine club the advantages of belonging to a wine club and uh and trevor's always really great about trying to get wines for us 
in this particular episode, we got one from Culinary Stone and one from Fred Meyer. Mark, uh, Fred Meyer got me one. And it's a little bit less. And he said this is a sweet dessert wine. But after doing research, we're not so sure about that. So we'll have to wait until we taste it. It says a dry white wine. So yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So what would you say? 2.2 residual sugar on this? Not partic- on this one we're drinking. Oh, not on this one. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is. 2.2% residual sugar. So this is really interesting. Yeah. Really, a lot of lemons, and it's um, it's making the sides of my it's bitey, my mouth um, a pucker. It's tart. That's because it wasn't aged in fifteen percent new oak. Mm. But it was added to the new oak after fermentation. So only it says half of the entire amount was matured. In 300 and 500 barrels with a proportion of 15% new oak. So you'll have to forgive Shelly at this time when we're actually recording. <laughs> She's lost her voice almost completely. I I like it because I think it's sultry, but I know it frustrates her because she can't <laughs> project. But um, yeah. It's hard to breathe even so. Yeah. You should not live in northern Idaho when you're allergic to pine trees. There's a few pine trees here in north Idaho. Uh, One thing about ferment, it's one of the most important Hungarian varieties, and it's famously used in the Tokaya Sioux dessert wines, which we have uh, a Tokaya Sioux, but... It's not the dessert one, I don't think. Yeah, it's also available as a dry wine in a similar style to Riesling. And I would absolutely agree with that on this. It's a similar style to Riesling. It's it's very light straw in color. It's got a lot of legs. It's, don't you get it? What do you say? I think it's golden. It looks like a... I'd say it's looks pale, like a butterbomb Chardonnay to so me. So we had a Chardonnay, for, and we'll go through these on the wines that we tasted this week. Um, Catchwire, I think it was. That was really golden. That was very golden and almost syrupy. Uh, I don't see this as being that golden, but this has got, a, I think, beautiful color. Mm. The acidity is 5.7, and it is 13%. Alcohol, so 5.7 is not that acid. But So uh, looked at wine folly for the ferment grape and the taste profile. She's got Meyer lemon and green apple. I mean, that's like spot on, isn't it? Lemon and green <laughs> apple. I get lemon and apricots. It says it's also got ginger, smoke, and pepperoncini. 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 Anyway, and the food pairing that she recommends is Madeline Puckett uh, with its green spicy flavors and bracing acidity. Ferment complements herb-crusted poultry or fish. Try it with delicate Asian dishes like sushi or dumplings. Or pork. Or pork, yeah, for sure. It seems like this would be a great wine for shellfish. I don't think so. <laughs> Why? It's too oaky to me. I'm not getting the oak. Mm, okay. I am not getting the oak at all. 
So this particular is a 2018 Chateau Peugeot. <laughs> I had to remember how to pronounce that. Did I say it right? Paisage. Paisage? Paisage. That's right. Paisage, actually. We're all over the place on this. This is, like I said, this is a brand new grape for us. Mm-hmm. Paisos, yeah. And they usually, well, they often use this with um, botrytis, so that's why it will come out as a sweet wine sometimes. Mm. Botrytis, the noble rot. So Tokai <clears throat> has long been Hungary's most famous and respected wine region. Thanks mostly to the nectar-like, as you said, Brotitis, or the Botrytized Takai dessert wines. And we're talking a lot about the dessert wines because this grape, that's what it's pretty well known for. But the dry wine that's made from this grape is is sensational. It's kind of seems like a, a hidden gem. Anyway, the region and its wines are held in such esteem in Hungary that the national anthem actually thanks God for it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's funny. And so this winery is Chateau Pajos, and it's a Hungarian wine producer based in the historic region of Tokai. It was established in 1991. This one is Chateau Pajos? Yep. Yep. The one that we're having right now. Is that right? Mm. I don't think so. Nope, it's not. That's the one coming up. So we're going to stop talking about it. Okay. Until later. Anyway, the first part of that is all accurate. We'll get to the Chateau Pajos soon. This is the oddity, <laughs> which is uh, Royal Tokai. So, and that is the one that Trevor just down at the Culinary Stone just raved about. This is the 2015. Gosh, we're really confusing everybody now. As I'm, well as ourselves. I know. I'm completely confused. Um, you want to say a little bit about the oddity? I've been talking about the oddity. <laughs> The finely balanced wine where the ferment grape shows its fine apricot and peach fruit. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to drink right now. <laughs> hey, we had something really fun last Friday that we did on Clubhouse. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? That was a lot of fun. Clubhouse is a new social media platform. It is called Clubhouse, the drop-in audio chat. So it's all audio, no images except for profile pictures there are no likes or comments or shares or anything like that they have rooms that you can chat in it's the it reminds hot app me, right now isn't it <laughs> reminds me of aol chat rooms in the 90s except there's no typing so it's kind of fun um you get to be invited up to speak on the speaking stage uh, but the rest of the people who are not on stage can still listen. So we held a room last week, Wine Time Friday's room. Our first one. Mm-hmm. Talking about the same episode as we did last Friday, Shiraz and Syrah. Shiraz. Shiraz, Shiraz, potato, potato. <laughs> anyway, that was pretty fun. Yeah. And what are we talking about today? We are talking about... United States Malbec, and our Malbec we chose is from Coeur d'Alene Cellars, and the Argentinian Malbec. We have those two yeah. to compare and taste. Yeah, it'll be fun. So we put that out there as uh, Argentina versus USA Malbec, and that's about it. Wide open. 
would love it if you are on Clubhouse. Come join One Time Fridays, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Right. Just be chatting away. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's super low-key. So, uh, like a podcast that you can participate in. Pretty much. Speaking about participating, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. There are some incredible songs that we all know, but are amazed that nobody else does. Check out the greatest song you never heard podcast, and we will uncover the greatest song you've never heard. Chris Cochran and Phil Anderson are lifelong music lovers with a taste for a very wide variety of musical styles, genres, and artists. After sifting through their musical archives, they promise to bring you on a very unlikely rhythmic and melodic journey that will hit all the right notes. These might be songs that ended up as deep cuts or obscure songs from bands and artists that most of the world knows. Or they could be from bands or artists that have been found along the way that only struck the chord of a few. Either way, there are some unbelievable songs that beg to be heard. Songs that will have you wondering, why haven't I ever heard this song? Visit thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com or listen to wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays, your Friday go-to wine relaxation, wine time, wine down, why not a podcast. Shelly just said that this wine is actually getting a little sweeter as it's, uh, as it's getting some air on it, so... And the apricots and peach are coming out. Yeah, they really are. They absolutely are. Uh, let's go ahead and open the other one that I've been really wanting to talk about so much to the point where I actually was talking about it. So both of these are in screw caps, obviously. Just like last week. We are going to, next week, I swear, we are going to pick a wine that has a cork. I don't care if it's good or bad. <laughs> we are going to pop a freaking cork next week. There we go. Shelly. This one's a lighter in color. It is lighter. And a little bit cloudy. Interesting. I wonder if it's not filtered. No, it's filtered. It's not that cloudy. Well, okay, we have to do the full, full on. Health, wealth, and abundance. Gratitude. Romance. And peace on earth. Cheers. Cheers. This one is a little sweeter. Yeah, it's very similar, though. It tastes like the same grape. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm not. But interesting. I wonder why. Oh, wow. This one gets the side of my mouth, too. My mouth, too. That's really interesting. So yeah, I said. Now I can finally say about the Chateau uh, Pajos. It's a Hungarian wine producer based in the historic region of Tokai. It was established in 1991 and produces a range of lusciously sweet Tokai dessert wines from a range of grape varieties, including names I can't. Oh, okay. So there's Hel Selvaju. I've never even heard of that grape. Ferment, which we're having tonight. And Muscat. What'd you say? Harzlevalu? That's really good. I don't know if that's the right word, but. Well, well played. Uh, so anyway, that's a little bit about the winery. This is a 2018. The first wine we have is 2015. 
This is a $10 price point, probably more like 12 or 13. Again, go to Fred Meyer, 10% above cost if they can get the wine. Seriously. So this was $10 and a penny. <laughs> Mark said. And you did say this was from Hungary, right? Yep. They're both Hungarian. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> I wonder if ferment is grown anywhere else in the world. Slovenia. I know that, but I don't recall. There's a couple other places. So this... Oh, Austria, Slovakia, and Slovenia. That's interesting. Why? Uh, just the the type of the countries that are growing these. They're very close to each other. Yeah. So this wine on the front end is a little softer than the other one. But man, you get to the back in that, like you said, the acids, it's just super tart. That's the only thing I can say. It's just really tart. It makes the back of my mouth pucker. It has a biting acidity. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I don't know if I would describe it, it as biting. It has a really long finish, too. Yeah, it does. Wines that have long finish, I really enjoy. Because they keep delivering. I mean, you remember we had the... Um, that one sherry. Yep. Uh, hazelnut, hazelnut finish. Yeah. And this thing would go 25, 30 seconds. And like, that's delicious. That's great. And all of a sudden, about 45 or 50 seconds, pow, it comes back. That was fantastic. We can't find it, though. So we're a little upset about that. But I digress. We digress. Anything else you want to mention about this particular wine, Shelley? Which um, I wish we had a botrytis-affected ferment to compare this with. Um, so that, if it had botrytis um, noble rot, it would be more like a Sauternes mm. than a Riesling. Then it'd be very golden, very True. syrupy, really high sugars. It's isn't that a not super syrupy? It's but. Um, higher residual sugar for sure. So, um, what was I going to mention about this? Oh, uh, <clears throat> ferment has been growing in the Tokai region of northeastern Hungary since at least the late 16th century, when a document dated uh, May 15th of 1571 described the grape growing. Uh, in this particular vineyard that I can't pronounce, but you can in Tokai. That's amazing. So again, wine is centuries and centuries old. You know it is if it's talked about in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they had decent wine though in the Bible time. Mm, well, probably. I wonder what grapes they'd use. <laughs> Jesus says, would you like a Cabernet Sauvignon or a Zinfandel? <laughs> Who knows? Probably red. Probably red. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, what else did you want to say about this? I like this one better than the first one. Interesting. So it's almost half the price, too. Mm -hmm. Let me go visit, revisit that second one. Or the first one, sorry. And again, this well, this one in particular would be good with pork. They are really very similar, though. You know what I want to do? No. <laughs> You're a little afraid right now, aren't you? Yes. <clears throat> I want to take these wines down to Trevor and have them blind taste. 
and see which one he likes. He's a certified sommelier. He should be able to identify, right? He should. Yeah. So uh, the first one we had was the 2015, the Oddity Royal Takai. And this one that we just opened now, that Shelley is leaning a little bit towards. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree with her. They both offer just a little subtle differences. Anyway, that's the 2018 Pajos Takai Ferment. <laughs> and uh, real quick checking to see if that's 100%. They're not really saying. I know it doesn't say on the bottle. But uh, the first one was 100%. It isn't always, but it is 100% this time. Some of the wines, Shelly, that we've had in the last week, you can give me rapid-fire ratings if you remember them, like the Catchwire Chardonnay. We liked it. Yeah, that was really golden, but it didn't taste over-oaked. That's the surprising thing. How about the Apex, the Catalyst Red Blend? I liked it. We had a steak one night, and I got that because I really trust Apex sellers, so... Uh, head snapper, radiant red. <laughs> um, it was it was acceptable, yes. And then the next night was even more acceptable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the second night was it just sometimes that happens. Yeah, it just softened right up. It was really delicious. Uh, I'm going to save this one for last. We had the uh, KB Chenin Blanc, one of our faves, mm-hmm. just one of our faves. Uh, the feline Vermentino. That was pretty good, too. Uh, Vermentino is uh, one we probably should consider doing an episode at some point. That's a pretty delicious white wine. The Airfield Estates Merlot. I gave it four and a half stars on Vivino. Wow. That was really good. That is like right in my favorite wheelhouse profile. Yeah, it was nice. So nice. (laughs) I think we may have that one with barbecue burgers. We've done a lot of beef this week. That is true. That's all right. But we did have soup one night. And then the next night. And then the (laughs) next night. No. Well, we had for a couple lunches. Yeah. What was that soup that you made? Chicken tortilla. So good. And she made a pot that just keeps keeps on going. I doubled the recipe because (laughs) I thought it only served four, but actually it served eight, so. Got a lot Three of it. times. <laughs> it's so good, though. It if you make a lot of food, and it's like, oh, this isn't so good, then it sucks, right? <laughs> but if you make a lot, but if you don't really like the good, soup, you can always throw stuff in it, or you know, too much salt, put a potato in, suck up the salt. Oh yeah, that's a trick, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Any other cooking tricks you want to share with us today? No, we're not cooking today. Okay. No, we didn't, did we? Uh, Anything else we want to we want to talk about? Number forty one. Oh, oh my gosh, number forty. Thank you. Hey, by the way, number forty one. We are actually back to um, the correct order after going episode forty and then episode thirty nine. That confused everybody. We got so much email and comments about that, and by that I mean <clears throat> nobody really noticed, but we did. <laughs> Uh, number 41. So we we do this, and we're going to do this up to 99, which we all know that would be, I think it's Robert Parrish is 99, maybe it's double zero. Anyway, there's one of those. Once we get past 99, there's no, and now, 
playing right tackle for the Seattle Seahawks, number 104. You mm-hmm. just don't have that, right? No. So number 41, any, oh gosh, any names ring a bell for you? No. Does Wes Unseld ring a bell? No. Really? You don't remember Wes Unseld playing with the Washington and Capitol Bullets and things like that? No. Wow. No How about Dirk? Dirk Norwitzki, Norwitzki, Nowitzki. I thought there was an R in there, actually. Apparently, there's not. Dirk Nowitzki. Number 41 probably will go to the Hall of Fame. That's my guess. He he had a really solid career with the uh, with the Mavs and your friend Mark Cuban. Uh, they won one championship. <laughs> they really under underperformed kind of like the Seahawks this year really underperformed so much so that they got rid of their offensive coordinator (laughs) just hired a new one we will talk about that at sports 101 the new podcast coming up in 14 months (laughs) (laughs) no more podcasts (laughs) uh anything else yes let's give a shout out to number eight number eight Kobe yep a year ago Passed away with and a number of people on the plane. Kobe yes. wasn't the only one, uh, but obviously the the one that's hit home to a bunch of uh, sports fans. But there was five or six that perished on that flight, along with his daughter. A daughter. It's it's just uh, heartbreaking. And so, yep, that's a that's a good call, Shelley. Uh, thanks for bringing down the end of the podcast. No. <laughs> Uh, with a little bit of knowledge, just a little bit. It doesn't take a lot, but just a little bit of knowledge. Wine becomes so much less overwhelming. Don't forget, today, 4 p.m. Pacific Coast on Clubhouse, Wine Time Fridays, we are going to be drinking through Malbec. Everybody can talk until we get like 40 or 50 people, and then we won't be able to do it. But uh, come on and join us. It'll be fun. Good times. Anything else? Say goodnight, Gracie. Tired of sitting at your desk, staring at the screen, and dealing with an aching neck and back? Did you work out too hard, resulting in sore muscles? Have you been chasing your kids around the playground or helped them with their homework, which has led to tight muscles? If any or all of these sound familiar, let us help you return to your daily activities. Schedule a massage at ayamassagecda.com. Abandon your aches massage. Relief, relax, refresh. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.